now that the Hawkeye series on Disney Plus is over, we get to see the resolution of Clint Barton's journey, post-Endgame, and the beginning of his next chapter with his new partner, Kate Bishop. With the finale, we also got to see a hint of what's next for Yelena and Maya, and where their path will take them next. On today's show, we review the Hawkeye series and more. It all goes down today on The Levels Podcast. Welcome to The Levels Podcast, where we talk about movies, comics, and all kinds of nerd stuff. There's levels to this. The Levels Podcast is brought to you by ThisENT.com. ThisENT.com is fun podcasts, honest discussions, unique columns, exciting esports and gaming coverage, celebrity interviews that matter, and impressive special features and videos. Read, watch, listen. This is for you. ThisENT.com for all things entertainment. Why did the arrow do nothing? Because he... Because he... Kingpin has, even though he's not, he's human, he's not like anything like that. He's just a big ass dude. And so, like, he don't get touched like that. He's, yeah, he's just like, okay. <laughs> okay, little girl. Okay. Like, he's just that much of a threat. And so, like, this dude got hit by a car was like, Ugh. <laughs> he exploded. <laughs> yeah, he thought it was like, He's like, let me Harlem shake and get, get on up. <laughs> what up? What up, Trey? Hey, hey Trey. Um, side note too. Um, I think a Patreon drop, um, a release of the Patreon. I'm getting too many messages. People want to, well, they want to, they want to chat with us. They want to, they want to, um, you know, share theories with us, like all that stuff. So like. Um, yeah, we gotta do it. We gotta do it. We have to do it. What up, young Trey? Did you shave your beard or something, Trey? It's looking good. Looking crispy. You have it. The opposite. I like it. <laughs> um, one second, y'all. Alex, just send us a message of what you need from us. I know I haven't sent over a picture yet. Not bad. Oh, he's like not even in the room. Okay. Trey, we were just talking about Kingpin. Well, we were talking about nothing in particular. And then I was saying, like, it's fun that we've done enough episodes now to where we can be like, ooh, we were right about that. We were wrong about that. Yeah. That. Wow, we never even saw that coming, you know. Because um, Alex was he was seventy five percent of the way right with his assertion of what was going to unfold with the Matrix. Why are you shaking your head? No, is that what? Yeah, you coming naysaying. He was just mad because I didn't see the theaters. That's why. Oh, oh, the oh. theater. Listen, go for this movie. Going to the theater does not change the experience. It does not. You might hear more stuff. You might hear the big da 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 da. It doesn't change the experience. It does not. It does not change the experience. It does not. The whole first opening scene changes the whole experience. If you go see it in IMAX, 
It changes the entire experience. Nope. Nope. Yeah, it does. Nope. Okay, no. so then I asked Alex why Kingpin didn't get bothered when when an arrow shot him. But I guess I just remembered you haven't seen it all yet. You haven't you watch seen it yet? I see the mutant. Are you saying that for real? You think so? <laughs> Are we going to do this today? We're not going to do this today. <laughs> King is a mutant. <laughs> you think me it's a dude that big? Like, like in, what's that movie? Um, Spider-Man? Spider-Verse? It's a dude that big for no reason? Hmm. Well, I thought he, like, fell into something or something happened in Spider-Verse. I thought, like, he molecularly was changed, but maybe I'm just making that up. Look it. They... <laughs> oh, it's like the blob. <laughs> uh, a fine version of the blob. Oh, man. That's funny. Okay, so let's recap what we were right and wrong about. Yeah, go as ahead. Much as we so, from what I remember, we were wrong about Kate's mom dying in the last episode. We were right about Yelena really trying to kill Clint and that it took Clint just being like, I can't convince you, but she chose to sacrifice herself. Like, yeah, he, he wasn't... What he held up in front of her wasn't an argument. What he held up in front of her was Natasha. And he was like, look, you know how stubborn she was. You know she was the best fighter. You know that her whole life she just wanted to keep you safe. Like, she was thinking about the world, all that. I was like, man, this is a good scene. This is... It was believable. It was a... Oh, I'm getting off track. But it was an interesting episode because it, like, held that tension of being grounded and gritty but then like really campy and Christmassy like it was very like home alone-esque um in different parts but then like what was one of the scenes where it was like yeah that that would be happening well I mean just them having to make their own arrows and whatnot um okay what else were we right about or wrong about do either of you remember Kingpin was there. Yeah. Obviously. Um what owl? I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Does does <clears throat> Night Moon Moon Knight? Moon Knight. Does he have anything to do with owls? No, he don't transform into the owls. Okay. Well I didn't, I'm not saying that, but That's on the other side of the country. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's like <laughs> it's, Yeah. It's, it's... It's Batman. This is the Court of Owls. <laughs> Why are you wilding today? <laughs> Who has uh, an owl? Oh, God. Can you guys imagine if DC and MCU ever did a be, crossover? That'd be crazy. They do. That'd be crazy. They've done, a, they've done comics. They've yeah. Done crossover comics. Yeah, they have. But yeah. in a movie form, it'd be crazy. It would be nuts. Um. Okay, so to, so to answer your question about who's right or, or sorry, what, what we write about, 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think we we called it like you said with with Clint, um, saying, "Listen, bro, you're not gonna believe if I like it. Don't make it. Ain't, it ain't gonna work. <laughs> it's gonna sound crazy." Nope. So like, all I can tell you is that she sacrificed herself. I loved her just as much as you loved her. And when when uh, when when uh, Florence Pugh, Yelena said, "You had so much time with her," hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. That was hard. Being a sister, being a, an older sister, man, those scenes hit me mm. full impact. And then when he did the whistle, like yeah, when that, was, when that was what like snapped her out of it. That's why like inside jokes and all that is just so special. And I loved that Marvel, that Hawkeye, the show honored that. Oh, oh, okay. <sighs> Ray was wrong about uh, Clint dying. Thank God. <laughs> we, still, we still might be right about Laura. Because when she got the watch back and she, it had the shield on the other side of the face. Age of 19. And it was hers. He said it was her equipment or her <clears throat> belongings. She's, she's uh, age at 19, the Mockingbird. Okay. That was confirmed. Um, yeah. Who confirmed it? The show. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. The show with the, with the watch. Um. So we're right about that. We're right about that. It's like there's something more to her. Um, Did uh, you guys think that, uh, Kazi was gonna die? I didn't think he was gonna die. I didn't think he was gonna die, but uh, it makes sense seeing what seeing that seeing it. I didn't I didn't see that trajectory. I thought he was gonna die on like Echo Show, but it makes sense mm -hmm. for him to have him go here. Um, mm -hmm. I was wrong about Jack. Um, I think you know it was just a good play. Um, but he was going in. Hungar, get your ass on! Ah! <laughs> really, really fun humor. Yeah, like he's, good banter. He's silly. He's real silly. He's really silly, but like he's cool. So like that was good. Um, I don't think I don't think any other predictions. I can't remember any other any other predictions that we yeah. had because I feel like they got okay. all answered. Trey, do you remember any during uh, the predictions that we had? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I remember we, we didn't really have too many. Like, I think we felt that it wasn't going to be, like, super, like, <clears throat> it wasn't going to be high-flying. Right. Like, pretty low for the ground. Street level, low, like you said, you yeah, said low was, stakes. Low stakes. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, low stakes. It was not low stakes to him. It was no, it, his whole world. No, correct. But it wasn't the whole world. <laughs> he said, who? Uh, whole world was I was at high stakes. Because they the alluded to the head. fact that his family could be in danger. He was getting connected to Kate. He was potentially going to lose his family if he dies. His identity with Ronan, it was it was high stakes for him. I don't know what... It was high stakes because he literally... He could have done one thing and it would have been over with. He could have taken, when he got the uniform... He could have taken it and went and flown back home. All the stuff with Kate, she would have just chased him. She would, and if he had been ruthless, he would he could have just let her die and it would have been done. It, it was not so over. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't low stakes. It wasn't high enough stakes for him. It was just like I have to do the right thing. But it wasn't. Do you think that Clint would have been able to look at his wife and his kids knowing that he let Kate die like that? Yeah, but that doesn't make it high stakes, though. That just makes him a better... That just makes him a good person. 
So him doing the right thing doesn't make it high stakes. It, it just makes for a better story. Hmm. But he could have. I agree. He could have taken the Ronin uniform, burned it, or done anything with it, and then be like, I don't know what y'all talking about. This isn't the, the uniform's not even here. It's just us archers. Ain't got no swords, and been done with it. Like it wasn't. It wasn't high enough stakes where. It didn't really change anything about the MCU side to give us another Archer, and it uh, introduced us to the continuity of Daredevil. Like, but at the same time, it gave us another good duo with Clint and Kate. It gave us another good duo with Kate and Yelena. We still don't fully know what yeah. the watch transmitter is. Like, that could have higher stakes. <laughs> I just think that it did matter for Clint. Like, you can't you can't just not deal with the issue. I mean, okay, on the one hand, yeah, he could have just flown home and been done, but Kate Bishop and the Kingpin and Maya still going after who the Ronin is, I think would have ended up with but what that what that had happened if he had taken the uniform back home? I think so. I think Maya was going to be relentless, and and that would have put his family even more at stake. No, I'm saying before they before like when he got done being Ronin, it took him off the uniform and taking it home. Oh, so you're saying the show doesn't even happen? Yeah, the show doesn't even happen. Well, see, that's him. like that's some of the questions that I have is because. They said that they found the Ronin sword, the Ronin suit, and the watch slash transmitter all at the Avenger compound wreckage. Like, why was Laura at the compound? Like, how did that? There's some questions that aren't answered. Who? His wife. Why was she there? Was she there? How did the transmitter get there? And why was Ronan's stuff? He probably left it there after the fight. Because he probably couldn't hear after the adrenaline rush after they after they beat Thanos and them. He probably got medical care. Well, actually, he probably took it off too because people would have been like, "Yo, that's you would have been killing everybody." Like, get him. Just like this, this is why had, we. Oh, go ahead. He had the dip. He had the dip. Also, Star Lord dipped. Soon, Star Lord got off the planet. Soon as they won. Um, yeah, they did. Yeah. So did everybody else. They peaced out. The word them peaced out. The more that we talk about this, the more that your idea, Alex, of having a post-endgame press conference would be so cool because because what did happen like did laura come visit the compound and that's how that got there does everybody know that clint was the ronin what do they think about that what do they think about nat what why did um smart hulk stop all these things all these like unclosed Storylines would that be? That's a really, really good idea. <clears throat> I think it's. I think it's. I think it matters because, like, 
we need to see how they address the public. We need to see how this information got True. everywhere. Like, we need to see that. Um, like I said, whether it was told a, a, like an official statement, you know, like Rody was like, "This is what happened at Endgame," and this, you know, what I'm saying, like, you know, what I mean, like, or whatever the, the events of Thanos, right? This is what happened yeah. because yeah. there has to be an explanation. Like, we as a viewer don't need it so much because, like, well, I mean, like watching these movies, we can put two and two together. But I think right. an extra point of continuity to say, okay, this is how this all happened, would be just really, really dope to see. Um, doesn't have and to be like, long. who represents them? Like, exactly. who, who gave the okay <clears throat> exactly. to allow somebody to make exactly. uh, an Avengers musical? Like, who right. who is signing off for Licensing. All that? Licensing, right? Oh, and, and we were right about there being an end credit scene finally, but I feel like Marvel trolled us. <laughs> hey, okay. I had a question. Um, yeah. Both of you guys, you guys seen Rent? The musical? Parts of it. Okay. Um, was that dude, the main New Yorker with the suit on, the, the white dude, was that dude Roger from Rent? Because that dude had the pipe, same pipes as him. I wonder if that's the same actor. This is just, sorry, this, my, mind is, my mind just goes there when I'm seeing movies. I'm like, is that dude there? Um, it looks like him, but he was going off. I will say this, as hokey, because it's supposed to be, right? As hokey as that musical is, right? They was blowing it. <laughs> they was blowing I, I was it. Like, this is definitely something that Marvel could do. Like, people would absolutely go to Marvel musical. I can do this, Whatever, you'll be in the front row with your popcorn and your burrito. <laughs> I would hope they would even not even try to do that. You know how much, like, really you know how much money it would make? You know how much money that would make? That would make so much money. People would just go see it. This is on the Hawkeye show. <laughs> uh, I think that... They would, just, they would just stream it. They would stream it? That's okay. <laughs> um, I would have liked to see an interaction between Hawkeye and Kingpin. Um, that would have been Ooh. dope on screen. Um, that would have been dope. And then my question to you guys is, is Kingpin dead? No. Well, if he's a, if he's a mutant per Trey, no. <laughs> he just he's ate, not going to be dead, though. Why, why just, would they kill him off that easy, though? He just ate the shot. Yum. <laughs> you can't shoot me, girl. <laughs> Look. I know. Look, me and Kyle talking about this. Look, he was walking there and he said, This ain't none of your business. And she was like, Hold up. Bloop. He was like, Nope. <laughs> Yo, and look. They, they, they can't kill him that quick. You can't kill him that quick. But look, you just get to see. I love it because he carry, carries the same savagery and the same maniacalness that he had in the Daredevil show because he was like, she was like, King, she was like, uh, Mr. Fist, like, I can't do this job no more. He said, this is the holiday time, so I'll spare you a minute to figure out what's going on with your life. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you know, and you can see how crazy he is. Like, don't, you know, like, remember when he did the Daredevil show and he was like, when he killed that one dude, he said, you embarrassed me in front of her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that dude is still that same crazy dude. Um, it was funny to see him walk around with the Christmas shirt, the Christmas Hawaii shirt with the suit. Um, but I was like, I think, I think, I didn't really think it like this, but I was like, man, Kate could get murked here because he was pushing around like football style. Ugh! 
Huh, you know, huh, I love you. <laughs> so I thought you were about to I say, oh dang, I had it totally wrong. Yeah, because you she went one on one with Kingpin and made it out alive. And they and who said that? Who said that? It was like, yo, this is a that's actually a pretty good feat. <laughs> Hawkeye said that, right? It is. You did one on one with him, and you like, what? How old are you? Twenty one, and you made it out alive? Nah, no, crazy. But Carly, you had a you had a you had a question, Carly. Well, the whole number was a fully staged number uh, as if it was from a real show regarding the musical yeah. in Hawkeye. Yeah. And pa said Pascal, who originated the role of Roger Davis in Jonathan Larson's Broadway production of Rent. So that was him. It's a demo version of Save the City. Good eye, good ear. Come on! I was right. This is cool. Yeah. Cause he was, I was like, this I dude got the pipes. I guess Renner loved the idea from the jump. He was like, dude, I love this. I love this so much. We have to do it. Yeah. You guys know that Renner's in a band. He's a musician and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, know I that. think that's part of why people like Robert Downey Jr. or Scarlett Johansson, not that you have to be a musician, but <sighs> if you have that element, I think it translates on screen really well. Some sort of... Yeah, yeah. You got performance. Embodying. Oh, yeah, and speaking of embodying, okay, so Alex and I, we were talking about this yesterday in our group chat. Definitely after Hawkeye and after No Way Home, Andrew Garfield and, and um, Jeremy Renner are two people that I would want to sit down and be like, where do these emotions go? Because you are having to pull so much, carry so much in your eyes. I mean, like, I think, Trey, was it you? After I saw um, No Way Home, where I was like, they had to cry so much. Like, all these Spider-Men just, they cried, like, the majority of the time that they were on film. And then Clint Renner, he has to have this concoction of, he wants to be with his family. He's so tired. He's been like grinding it out for so long. There, I don't know if he gets scared, but like he's dreading the kingpin getting involved. Like there's just so much, so many different emotions. Frustrated. Like I rewatched some episodes yesterday, and when he was LARPing, and he says to um, Grills, he's like, "Please kill me." Like, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think at the end of that, he actually did have a little fun. Like, he did. Well, Grills he called actually, him on it. Yeah. He was like, yeah. you actually have like a little bit of fun. Like, and that's like, it's like, how do you, like, you don't, nobody really gets a chance to like detach and in the middle of a freaking day in New York City get to play a, a medieval person. So. But yeah, they they yeah, they definitely they have a lot of emotion um, that they bring out in those characters, like constantly. Yeah. I always wonder if they like if they have to like cool off or yeah, like afterwards or discharge them somehow or something like that. Right, right. Well, because we talked about that too, you know, in one of our early episodes, like, you know, where do the emotions, like you said, Carly, where do they go and how do you process them, you know, and then being able to, you know, they're actors, so it's part of their job, but like being able to find 
something to make you go there. Whatever right. that is that you channel to say, this is tear me apart, and then to display that on screen. Um, you know, I don't think they're holding a water gun and saying, here's a water cry, you know. Um, <clears throat> but I think that, like, to be able to do that is such a skill. So for those of you guys who are watching and listening, um, the question that I asked Carly in the chat and, um, was just basically, what's one actor um, you'd like to interview? Um, and those, you know, those are responses. Um, <clears throat> But, yeah, I think this was a really good send-off. I mean, it's a good way to end the show. Um, I don't... Somewhat anticlimactic. Of course, yeah, of course. Especially, especially with the post-credits scene, like, really? <laughs> <laughs> but I watched it. I sat and watched it, right? <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but it was, I can say that. It was anticlimactic. And, um, but, it, like, it's okay. Because I don't think you have to, like, have a big connection from this show. I think True. the show in and of itself is a connection. You know, Yelena's still around. Kate, Kate's around. Um, there's implications. You know, Young Avengers, West Coast Avengers. There's all kind of in, uh, implications that could be drawn from the show that will kind of keep us guessing, um, which I'm okay with. And they don't have to always give us the answer um, through a post credit scene. So I think it's fine. And and, 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 and uh, characters. <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> that's a fact but like this is one of the shows they could get away with not giving us a major post credit scene um, we we needed it with Falcon Winter Soldier because of the timeline we needed it because we needed it in Loki we needed it in WandaVision because of Doctor Strange um, we needed all that so um, <clears throat> I'm cool with that um, uh, really good show go ahead I was just thinking about Yelena and, and that I'm glad that she just walked away too yeah. when she was done talking to Clint. Like I, in the back of my mind, I was like, there was something else that grounded the show. And that was it for me, you know, cause they had all those poignant moments going back and forth about Natasha. And then she just walked away. Like, even though the show went campy or like, I don't remember the word hokey. That's the word that you said, Alex. That scene was so believable to me that she's like, all right, I'm not talking to you. Like, she has to deal with her grief. She has to deal with whatever. And it wasn't like, oh, okay, we can be buddies now. No. Yeah. I agree. Like, you can't, like, she tells him up and she's like, okay, she needs to go figure things out herself because you can't, there's no way you can get (coughs) clarity in that moment. Like, it's just too much. Yeah. Too much. She displayed so much. You know, you had so much time with him. Um, you know, I really loved her so much. Like, she's not here. And even when she said, you know, um, I wish she would have, I wish you would have sacrificed yourself. And if she was still here. Like, you can't process and then that. And cool. Clint was just like, yeah, and we both have to find a way to deal with it. Like, that was just so adult and so good. It was like, I love that Clint just says what needs to be said, and it it is just just enough. It's not too much. Clint's my guy. Um, it's gonna sound weird, but Jeremy Renner does a good job of being a human in this series. Yeah. Like he does a really it's good job. It, like he just being a human and just saying, "Man, we all," which is why like the low stakes make so much sense in the sense of like not that it is not important. But it's like, this is what humans go through. Right. This is what we go through. And why all the cosmic people care to save us anyway. Like, yeah. Jeremy is why it matters. The Clint is why, Kate is why yeah. it matters. Yeah. Yep. 
So I couldn't I couldn't see Thor going through something like this. It's just he's just in a whole different space, right? So this is very this is a very human series. This is a very emotional series. Um, grief, um, our responsibility to others, family, trust, all those things are talked about in this show in such a good way. Very grounded series. I really I really enjoyed it. Really did. But I I don't think that's a fair you said I don't think that's a fair comparison though because like Thor went through them in different parts over all the movies. Like, yeah, he did. He did. I think I think it was different like, though. He couldn't have gone through this because of his vocation. Like he went through the same like her. He went through the same family trauma. He went through the That's same, true. Like, Big facts. Uh, loss. Wouldn't you say that's part of why people love Thor so much? Like, why he's getting his fourth standalone film and why, like, Ragnarok popped off the way it did? Emotion. He he was a linchpin in so many ways in Endgame. Man, when he showed up all fat and hairy and bearded and all that, and it was, like, a perfect mix of humor and absolute agony over all, like, just really dealing with everyone that he lost and then he failed see that's the thing that clint didn't have is he well i guess he failed with natasha but that's a fair point trey but to alex's point i don't know that they could do a six episode series on thor's grief and have it well, i don't know maybe if they wanted to they they could but no it would it would have been too much like it would have been like it would have had to been like six one-hour episodes that would have had to stretch time because he lost his dad in Ragnarok, but he lost his brother in the Dark World, and he lost his mom in the Dark World. But he and he probably... lost his identity when Hela showed up. He didn't even know who he was anymore. But he he but actually, I think his, he'll lose his identity. He, well, he lost his identity the first time hmm. in the first movie. True. And he probably is going to lose his identity again during this movie. And that's why we're going to probably get uh, the... Uh, we might get Unworthy Thor or they're going to... Or they might just keep him how he is but also give us the female Thor. Because that's... In the comics, that's how you get the other Thors because Thor is unworthy. He loses his identity. He loses, he loses Mjolnir. Uh, he loses all that stuff. So the next movie, he might lose more. But like, I feel like his his story arc is more like a... Uh, it's almost like an overarching theme. Like... Partly because, like, just like in every movie, um, every movie, like betrayal, like betrayal was a part of uh, Avengers, first Avengers, uh, identity loss, and uh, and finding was a part of Thor one. Uh, Ultron was a part of him. Uh, a part of the story was him finding out his purpose in that. Part, part of the destruction that was going to happen was going to happen anyway. And also him knowing what to do with Vision. 
because if he hadn't, we would have um, what uh, if? Yeah, we would have the what if we we wouldn't. Yeah, so and um, and so I feel like all the movie, all the movies to a certain extent, and then uh, Infinity War is failure, and uh, Endgame is redemption. Um, to a certain extent. Yeah, but even when he leaves, he's like, I'm not this. Like, I'm not my dad, and yeah. he hands off. So, yeah, that's interesting that Thor still hasn't really found his footing. That's yeah. a good catch, Trey. That's good. When he does, he'll die. <laughs> that's a running theory. There's you know, the Trey. You know what I, I thought about um, with uh, uh, Fat Thor? Um, well, he's fat. But um, right now, um, while you guys are talking, I was like, well, that's actually, if you look at um, Norse mythology, that's actually true, spot on to how he looks in mythology. He's bigger, heavy set. So um, this was interesting thought while you guys were talking that it's actually an actual rendition of what he looks like in Norse mythology, um, <clears throat> which is interesting that they go there. So that's cool. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot. And I mean, I don't know if I can say much more about the Hawkeye show. I think that like, you know, good show. I think I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Um, and there's no really, there really is no gripe um, about the show at all. I just wanted, I would like to, like to have seen a interaction between Hawkeye and Kingpin, which would have been cool. Um, but we saw Kate and Kingpin. That was cool. Um, and uh, just kind of looking forward to what's next. <clears throat> I feel like the shows are reminiscent of the first movies. Hmm. Yeah, um, that's good. Like, Iron Man was great. Uh, WandaVision and what's the name was great. Uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was pretty good. I say Incredible Hulk was pretty good. But some people are like, eh, they didn't really like it that much. But uh, Thor was decent. Was Thor the second one? What was the second one? Was, was it Incredible Hulk or was it Thor? Uh, after Iron Man, I think it was Hulk. Did they do another Iron Man? It was Hulk before. Thor? No, they did. Another, they did another Iron Man before. Before Captain, right? Before Cap. Before Cap, yeah. Before Cap and before uh. Vintage. Man, Cap was next level. Yeah. We were not ready for Cap when that dropped. But okay, what's your point, Trey? With the finish your point. The, show, like the, the shows are reminiscent, like because what's the third? What was the third show? Was Loki. Loki was the third show. Loki was reminiscent of uh, uh, Thor, kind of like, and we get an introduction to some of the things that that are going on in the multiverse. But also, mm. we are off world in mm. Thor it's the first time. Um, so I feel like they're reminiscent in how like they they're setting up us for bigger things but also at the same time like it's the first time they're telling stories in this longer form and I feel like they're working out the kinks because I feel like the the second year of them doing TV shows next year and beyond is going to be better like one would hope yeah I feel like it's going to be better because I mean, there might be a miss or two, but I feel like 
Like I feel like Echo might be a miss. And I feel like um what is what is uh I feel like Miss Marvel's gonna be good. I feel like Miss Marvel's gonna be good. I feel like Armor Wars is gonna do something different, like than we think. I think that's gonna be good. I think Armor Wars might be in the same vein as Winter Soldier, as far as like tone. Yeah. As far as like tone. Yeah, because I feel like it's gonna be something in it that change that changes how we look at Iron Man armor, like stuff like that. Because there's gonna be other people who have tech. I think it's gonna it's gonna change how we look because it'll probably introduce either Aim or Hammer again. They'll come back into the fold mm-hmm. because they never really they kind of run away. But at the same time, in the comic, they're still in the comic. So, obviously, they're still going on. So, they're pro- probably going to be back. AIM was heavy with WandaVision, right? That was the organization. Iron Man 3. Iron Man oh. 3. Iron Man what 3. was the organization? Sword. Oh, yeah. Sword. Okay. So, it's probably going to be Hammer, AIM, Sword, and maybe some more S.H.I.E.L.D. still. You mean Hydra? Yeah, true. (laughs) The second year of shows are going to be better. I feel like they can look back and say, okay, well, oh yeah, we get Moon Knight too. And She-Hulk. And I'm not, I don't really remember what else. Yep. Yeah, we yeah I'm just hoping that they're better just because, like, natural progression, you hope that you grow and improve and whatever. But, like, these mm-hmm. these first shows will always have a very nostalgic, special place. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, like the first like, movies, yeah. There's a, good par- there's a good parallel there. Which one do you think is going to get a season two? Well, we already know Loki's getting season two. Is the only one thing? Uh... Yeah. Might, right? Yeah, well, yeah, what if it's going to get a season two as well? So those are two yeah. that were confirmed. Oh. What if? What Oh, uh, yes, right, yeah. WandaVision probably won't. There's no need to. Unless it's, like, later on down the road. I don't know. Because she left... Like, she, kids she, like, Yeah. Maybe I think that story will be told through the Agatha show. That, yeah. that, that spinoff. That spinoff. Okay. Um, I don't know if Falcon and Winter Soldier will. I'm not sure. I would be down, obviously, for Hawkeye season two, but (laughs) (coughs) I think that, um, I want a Daredevil show. If we get a Hawkeye two, it better be him killing Daredevil. (laughs) In the process of them killing Bullseye and going after uh, the Kingpin. Or reintroducing the... In my sight. Exactly. Or them reintroducing the uh, Netflix Marvel characters um, in, in in a limited series. So, like... And this probably won't happen next year. Probably 2023. Where... We we're, we might see Luke Cage and we might see Jessica. I can see Luke Cage and Jessica Jones in Daredevil. You don't want to see Iron Fist. You don't. 
Nah. At least, at least not that rendition, because that was okay. not good. Did you see that show, Carly? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to see... Well, I think... So sometimes what I do... <laughs> please don't come for me, everybody. But sometimes what I do is I'm like, oh, this show is interesting. And then I'm like, oh. So I'll watch the first... And last episode of the season, <laughs> the first last episode of the season. I want to know what happens, but I'm not willing to invest all this time. It's time. That's actually that's not. I mean, if you don't know, I don't, I can't blame you about that. I can't be mad at that because it's it is it's you know, there's, there's Some things where you're like, wait, how did that happen? So then you the descriptions yeah. of some of the episodes, and then you're like, wait, that one sounds interesting. So. The, the most, the I most. Do it on everything, Trey. I just don't have time. Time, yeah, hundred percent. I think the cheating. most, I think the most com- compelling episode on that series was when uh, she finds out that that her her beloved group is actually the hand. I think yeah. that was that was really I that good. Um, I saw that one. Other than that, <laughs> Defenders was good, but. The Iron Fist, we can kind of find somebody else or, you know, we're good. Um, it just wasn't a good rendition. Um, so where do we go from here, y'all? I mean, I, we got, so they, go ahead. I, I mean, yeah, so, I mean, what's on the horizon? They just dropped the, if you if you saw No Way Home, we saw it, but they just dropped the trailer that they showed, the teaser, I should say. Um, for Dr. Strange, they dropped that today for the whole world to see. Um, so that's, you know, that's on the horizon. Um, so Hawkeye ends, Hawkeye and No Way Home end 2021 for Marvel. Um, what's on the horizon? Dr. Strange is in May. What's before that? Do we see anything before that? We Eternals hits the okay. streaming in January. Moon, Moon Knight, I think. I think we get Moon Knight in February. Do we? I think so. I thought it was Moon Knight. We get one of them. I'm looking. Okay, bad. Thank you, Carly. Um, yeah, I want to know when we get that. Um, uh, yeah, I think we get Moon Knight. And either Moon Knight or Miss Marvel. Before Doctor Strange? Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. I'm trying to this is this article just says what things were moved to, which is annoying. Doctor Strange oh never mind. It was gonna come out in March, now May. Yeah, because they, they, push it, they push it back for reshoots and whatnot. So May 6th is when it's coming. Happy birthday. Is it your birthday? The 20th, but I count the whole month as May. Yay! Come on. Come on and take it. Yeah, I thought, I thought we. I thought I heard one of the shows is went back for a little bit of reshoots. I think, I think it was Miss Marvel. Interesting. Um... Yeah, if you find it before me, Alex. All I can find is that it's slated for 2022. I don't. There's no no actual date um, that I can see. On a, you know that when when's dropping. Um, next big film is Doctor Strange, of course, um, and it looks like um, 
does it look like that's all we all we get i'm sure they'll give us something because that's how many months is that till till may january february march april like five months four or five months before we get Doctor strange so i get two you could so, there is time for two there is time yeah. for two there's time for two um, i gave up so yeah it's okay i think it's just I, they haven't given us a date yet um i'm sure they'll give us a date in a trailer when they do that um so Another one of my favorite, and this will be my last thought about Hawkeye. Another one of my favorite moments was when he was first episode and he was at the musical with his kids. And his kid says something like, did you take your hearing aid out? And he's like, I know what happened there. And he's like, you know who wasn't there? That guy. (laughs) The delivery of that and the truth of that and how like musicals would do that, like, it just it epitomizes all of it that like to some extent the public doesn't really care as long as it fits the story as long as it's entertaining like we needed this person because we didn't have enough on the right side of the stage or whatever you know like they're not always interested in facts how it really went down and i just like i said earlier clint barton and jeremy renner always say so much with just saying what they need to say. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I mean, I think that's it for the Hawkeye recap. Um, uh, there's nothing else that I, you know, I want to get into, I guess, at this time because I feel like you know I want I want you guys to be able to see the Matrix before we get into that. I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts. Um, I love to share. Kingman was good too. Kingman yeah. has the best in war fight scene. I'll say top five. Is that connection to the King's Men franchise? Is it yeah, is? It's okay. A prequel, it's, a, it's a prequel. Vaughn is the killer. Oh of, he's a killer of uh prequels. Matt Vaughn. Yeah, he did X Men, yep. Okay. But yeah, it has this, it has this scene. Have you have you guys seen 1917? Did you guys see 1917? No, but that we talk about the the beach scene, or the when he's running when, he, when he's running. Actual war movies is too heavy for me. It I I like am not okay. Like even the Patriot, I was like I can't watch this again. I can't watch Braveheart also, again. Too much. Most of 1917 is one shot. Wow. Which one shot is? The camera never stops moving. There's only a couple. You can tell there's a couple shots that are digitally altered, but this done one shot. Like the camera never stops, never stops rolling. They they never stop the action. Um, this scene is in this in Kingsman is super dope. Like the story is really good. Story is really good. Um, there was a few parts that was like yeah, could have been better, but overall it's a pretty good movie. Um, before we go, that post I showed you about which team would you pick? Oh, wow. I gotta go. Ooh, I got you all in. I need to check that out again. Yeah, can we come back to that trade? That's tough. That's heavy, heavy, heavy. I picked the one. It's the it's bottom left or top right, I think. But that's I don't heavy. Know. I picked the blue. I picked the what was it? Super. It was Superman. Wonder Woman, Superman, Mark, 
Well, it was all gods in Wolverine. Oh. Superman, Wonder Woman, <sighs> and Wolverine. I thought Marvel was in Miss, or not Miss Marvel, but uh, Captain Marvel was in that mug. Yeah. That's just an OP team. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, because they're not overpowered because Superman is uh, and Wonder Woman are, uh, sub, are can be subjected to magic. To magic, yeah. But well, the, and uh, what does Aquaman bring? Like, he's just going to be chilling. Plus, <laughs> they fight in the water. I don't like. I don't know what he's gonna do. If you don't really want to about it, he he could choke you out. He's gonna choke out Professor X. No, he's gonna be laying around, not knowing what it's. He can drown Professor X. Professor X would get to his brain before he could think the word water. <laughs> But also, Aquaman has um, um, sonar telepathy as well. He has some telepathy as well. He might not be as strong as powerful. At the same time, we've seen that once you knock Professor X out of his chair, <laughs> sorry. That's why we gotta come back to this. We have to really be able to like designate time. To record and to really talk about this, I oh. I don't have the time today. I want I want to get, get I want to get Carl on it too. I want to get Carl on it too. Um, yeah, because that's the team I picked. Because I was like, I picked I picked <laughs> that team because even though they're so they could be subjected to. Uh, I'm back. <laughs> what they say the show? Ah ah. <laughs> Doctor Strange and Professor X, right? Locked up on that thing. Can you pull it up? I was trying to find it. It's I got it. I got it, y'all. Give me a second. Give me a okay. second. I got it, y'all. Um, um, I thought it was in a message, but it's not. You uh, tagged us. Tag. I'm gonna. Look on my page. I'll it put it. Like... I'll put it on um on the editing oh, too. I can okay, see it. You can it. see it, Carly. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, it is straight. Look, it's Batman, Strange, Professor X, Hulk, and Daredevil. Daredevil versus call out all the teams. Call out the top okay, team. Okay, okay. So we got. I can't do it that way. We got Vision. Okay, top. This is top left. Vision, Black Panther, Iron Man, Venom, and the Silver Surfer. Surfer. Mm -hmm. Then we have in the top right, we have Captain Marvel, Aquaman, um, what? Wonder Woman, wow. We have Wolverine, Superman. Then going clockwise, we have Spider Man, Thor, The Flash, Daredevil, and Captain America. Then in the bottom left, we have Doctor Strange, Batman, Professor X, Hulk. And Daredevil. For me, it's definitely not Hulk, Cap, Daredevil, or not Daredevil, um, Deadpool. I think I said Daredevil twice. It's Deadpool. It's Deadpool, Captain America, Thor, The Flash, and Spider-Man. See, that's a thing. It's not them. 
it what you got to think about it. Spider Man, Spider Man's pretty fast and wiry. You have the Flash is the fastest uh, speedster and can use the full and can use um, speed force. Uh, he, um, he can use the speed force, and if he uses the his his thousand punch is uh, the one where he spins and punches you, you're you're pretty much done. Um, yeah, but Doctor Strange, he does this. It opens up a portal, and Flash will just be running. But we already found out yeah. that Doctor Strange can be beat by math. So, do you think he would have learned from that though? Not really, because he got he always gets hemmed up. Y'all was getting tired of fucking bodies. You're supposed to be the like master, like the supreme, social supreme. Y'all was getting tired of fucking somebody. <laughs> <laughs> who, was on that, who was on that team? Deadpool. Deadpool, The Flash, Spider Man, Thor, and Cap. Who? Cap See, is that like? That's the thing, like, Cap and Thor together is pretty strong. Like, Professor, he's a problem for everybody. He's a problem for everybody. God, I'm sorry, but every time I think about Professor X now, I think about somebody. Just get the chair. Just get the chair. Then put Hulk next to it and don't let anybody know the chair. There you go. <laughs> Flash, I need to go around and throw him on his chair. Okay. <laughs> but I feel like also like the, the top team up there, like they have Vision and Silver Surfer, which are who are formidable. Like cause what's name? Vision can phase and be like pop up on anybody. <laughs> Vision's face is annoying. It would piss me off in a fight. Like, stop! <laughs> but Silver Surfer has uh, power to power cosmic. And he has the board, so. I don't know. It's tough. It is tough. I like that we're like, yeah, we got to come back to this and we're too nerdy <laughs> to stop talking about it. <laughs> I wish Wanda was in here somewhere. Oh, Wanda would shut it down. Flash versus Superman, like the Flash is faster than Superman. Right. But he's gonna be fast enough to catch a punch to not catch a punch. Um. And he tires. It's not like and he tires, yeah. Renewable or unrenewable? What's the word? Forever renewable? What's that word I'm looking for? Limitless. Yes, but I don't. Anyway, it's not like he has limitless energy. But if you have, if you're facing Cap, I'm sorry, if you're facing Superman, all you need is Kryptonite, and Batman has Kryptonite. True. So, like, but right is there, Batman now. gonna get to him with Captain Marvel messing with him? That's true. She, like, she's the one caveat. But, and, if, and Wonder Woman's a god. Like, you know, she, she's out here fighting her brother, right? Didn't they say that in the first movie her brother was the god of war? Weren't they related? Oh, Ares? Yeah. Not really. They're like in the pantheon, but not really. Like, he, like, 
He's the like Her daughter. Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. But she can still be. She's not immortal though. She can still be killed. Somebody's getting killed in these fights. Man, I was gonna make a joke about Wonder Woman eighty four, but the movie was enough. Professor X is getting murked, but he might freeze everybody. There's so many things that he could do. Professor X and Doctor Strange would be a fun pair to watch in action. Because they both know how to just, like, exist. Like, to be stealthy. But Professor X still can't move without the aid of something else. But if you knock him out, one punch, he's done. He's going to wake up. Just got to figure out how to get to him. <laughs> Batman could design and fund something new, some he could. new tech. He could. Um, I think Batman. I think Batman would have him use Cerebro to freeze everybody. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he would actually be there. I don't think he'd be on the battlefield. He wouldn't be there. He'd be True. somewhere else. Um, interesting point too is that Doctor Strange and Professor X are part of the Illuminati, so they already have some synergy working together too. So that'd be interesting to see. Um, I can't pick a team right now. It's just too hard. Um, but I'm going to tell you right now, that squad with Wolverine in them looks real tough. <laughs> it looks really, like, it's really tough. Of course, there's some caveats. But, like, we have seen that Carol Danvers is just OP. She's too much. And outside of Kryptonite, the only one that's going to have any knowledge of Kryptonite in this fight is Batman. So, sure. so, and even that, that doesn't last too long. You know what I mean? Because if they're fighting, now I'm getting really into this now. If they're fighting, Aquaman and Wonder Woman already know. They could be like, all right, we know one thing for sure that Batman's gonna get that kryptonite weapon. He's gonna have that thing on him. So we gotta make sure yeah. we get we, the Connor message right there. And all they gotta do is tell Wolverine, just go ahead, bub. Go do your thing. It's over. Like, Carol Danvers is like cosmic level, so she can rival with Silver Surfer. Aquaman will take out damn near everybody, take out Venom, he'll take out Tony Stark, he'll take out Spider Man. Wonder Woman do the same thing because her music will be playing. Dun, 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 dun. Right? So the and whole she thing. she gets the last of truth and make yeah. everybody just not. And just, no, dang. don't kill anybody. We don't do nothing. Exactly. But, but here's the thing. What if Batman gets, uh, what was it, red kryptonite? And turns him. And turns him on his, his team. I don't, I, I, maybe, okay, that would work. But he would turn on Everybody, like it would be, yeah, it would be a thing where, oh snap! Now we all got to come together to him, him up because now he wilding. But I think that I think the question is, can Carol handle the Hulk? I think Carol can handle the Hulk. Thor can handle the Hulk for a minute, for a minute. So, if Thor can handle the Hulk enough to knock him out, 
I think Carol can hang with him. Right? I think Carol can hang with him and shut him down. Because you got to also think about, this is what happens when you get in the conference. And that's why Carl was right. We need to talk about this another time. Yeah. Because. Yes, right. It's not just, it's not just that she is Captain Marvel, but she's also a pilot. Thinking about things tactically, we got to think about that too. She, well, pilots they, are different. People that fly, they think differently. They, they come at things from different perspectives and stuff. I don't know, Trey. It's a really good it's, question. Yeah, we got to we gotta save it for later because now I'm thinking about what's, which Hulk we getting. We got to decide which Hulk we getting. If we getting Smart Hulk, he don't say no damn chance. He out of the, out of the game. Out of the game. So let's come back to this. <laughs> let's get Carl involved. Let's get the viewers involved and get the conversation going. I'll put I'll put this picture up um, in the, in the, in the post editing. Because can Black Panthers vibranium go through Wolverines, or is it? I think they clash. They clash. Uh, adamantium and vibranium clash. Adamantium is like the. Is is vibranium, uh, is vibranium manufactured basically, like, basically it's a manufactured version of, uh, vibranium. Adamantium is, because it's created. And this would be so fun to see, because like within the team you'd have people to be like, huh, like like Batman and Daredevil, they'd be like you you. You are me. I am you. <laughs> yeah, this is um, this is tough. So I will, I will, let's put a pin in it <laughs> and uh, come back to it. Um, other than that, y'all, I think I think that's it for the episode. I mean, we got some tough stuff. Hawkeye. Um, talked about you know other things going on. What's next for the MCU? Hey, listen, um, y'all got anything else before we close out? cool all right y'all this has been a special edition of the levels podcast with the crew um breaking down uh hawkeye the final episode in the season finale and if i want to get your thoughts on it if y'all watching subscribe appreciate it 2022 is a whole new bag we're gonna get in with this thing we're dropping some pay dropping a patreon and so much more so i appreciate y'all until next time peace the Levels Podcast is also brought to you by Cake Monster Gaming. Cake Monster is a variety streamer who loves all kinds of games and conversations about everything. As a streamer, it's his goal to have a place to motivate and encourage others to chase their goals. Real people, real conversations. Make sure you follow Cake Monster on twitch.tv slash cake underscore monster. Once again, it's twitch.tv slash cake underscore monster. The Levels Podcast is brought to you by The Fledge. Located in the east side of Lansing, Michigan, The Fledge is housed in a repurposed church in a persistently impoverished area. The Fledge is a radically inclusive ideation space, maker space, incubator, and accelerator on a mission to create opportunities to pursue happiness. In other words, they work towards eliminating poverty through entrepreneurial efforts. The Fledge also works very closely with the Fledge Foundation to help people get their basic needs covered so they can make the space required to plan, create, innovate, and plan a prosperous future. The mission of the Foundation is to fight for liberty and justice for all. Check out The Fledge at thefledge.com. Once again, thefledge.com.